Good morning, Calvary Bible Church, the incredible body of Christ, wanting to send you a little video devotional from God's Word, looking at the story of Noah in Genesis. That being said, I have no uh, confusion that there's a one-to-one -one correspondence between the global flood and uh, COVID-19. I know they're very different, but there are some timeless truths that we can draw from this. By the way, this is Yankee. Say hello to everyone, Yankee. In Genesis 6, verse 11, it says, Now the earth was corrupt in the sight of God, and the earth was filled with violence. Of course, we can think of many instances and cases and situations where that is still true today. Skipping down to verse 14, God speaking to Noah, Make for yourself an ark of gopher wood, and you shall make the ark with rooms, and shall cover it inside and out with pitch. That was God's one and only means of salvation for the family Noah, to build this ark and then to get inside of it. Of course, that's supremely a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ's crosswork. That's the only hope for sinners to run to him in faith. But secondarily, perhaps we could understand the medical and scientific protocols that we've been told to adhere to as things that we can choose to run into and, and heed for our own health and the health of all those around us. Skipping down to verse 21, God speaking, And you shall take for yourself some of all food which is edible, and gather it to yourself, and it shall be for food for you and for them. That is the animals on the ark. So they were going to go into quarantine, like we are in quarantine. And God said, do some shopping, get some groceries, both for you as a family and food, of course, for all of the animals I'm putting onto this ark. Then, verse 1 of chapter 7. Then the Lord said to Noah, Enter the ark, you and all your household, for you alone I have seen to be righteous before me in this time. Of course, the entering of that ark was optional. They had a choice to make whether or not they would obey God. And so it is at this time in our country and this time in our globe. The people have a choice presented before them, what they'll do with the Lord Jesus Christ and his finished work on the cross. I trust that we all will be telling people about that choice they have before them if they've never made that choice previously. Going down to verse 24 of chapter 7. And the water prevailed upon the earth 150 days. So this verse is telling us that at a minimum, the family Noah was in quarantine in the ark for 150 days. That is about five months, right? So I don't know how long our self-quarantine protocol will be uh, in place in the Bahamas, but Noah and his family were in that ark with no windows, with no electronic devices. They were in that ark in quarantine for at least 150 days. And then, as God caused the floodwaters to recede in faithfulness to his promises, the... Uh, Family Noah landed on dry land inside the ark, and you know they released a bird to see the signal as to whether they could get off of the ark safely. And it's interesting to me that we're not told in Scripture exactly how they occupied their time when they were in quarantine in the ark. But my hunch is that the first thing they chose to do once they got off that ark was what they were involved in doing when in quarantine which gives us a very important lesson that what we are doing by way of daily disciplines and habits while we're in quarantine will largely shape how we will view God, how we will view life, how we will view our church, how we will view the world 
once we get out of this quarantine. So we want to be cultivating together, cultivating things that are godly, helpful, wholesome, honoring to Jesus Christ right now in quarantine. So when we get out of quarantine, whenever that is, that we'll be able to cultivate and perpetuate and expand upon those wonderful things that we were doing while in quarantine. So what we see here in chapter 8 and verse 20 is something very encouraging. After they got out of the ark, the first thing they did was then Noah built an altar to the Lord. Noah built an altar to the Lord. That is That was an Old Testament way of saying, I'm going to remember what God has done for me and my family. And an Old Testament way of saying, I am going to offer sacrifices to God in worship and thanks for his preservation of us as a family through this five-month, at least, experience in quarantine on the ark. And so that's the encouraging part. They did immediately when they got out of the ark what they probably had been doing while in the ark, namely worshiping, uh, being holy, and praying. But... Sad to say that not much after the altar, there was self-indulgent sin on Noah's part. And it says in, uh, where is that? 9, verse 20 to 21, the following. Then Noah began farming and planted a vineyard, grapes. And he drank of the wine and became drunk and uncovered himself inside the tent. So here from this mountaintop experience of building an altar, offering sacrifices of praise, worshiping God, which was the only right response to coming through this global flood, just days later, I don't know how many days later, days later, he takes too much wine to drink and he gets drunk and he becomes an an embarrassment to himself and to his family. So what that tells me, on the one hand, what we do in this quarantine that's a a godly nature can be the doorway into the future we have beyond this quarantine. But equally, we all have flesh in the quarantine and we will still have flesh once we get out of it. So we are prone uh, at any time to cave in to our um, appetites that don't honor God. So if the altar was worship, holiness, and prayer, then the drunken episode was self-worship, unholiness, and pleasure. I hope that this little glimpse into the story of Noah, the flood, and his family can be of encouragement to you as you go through this unusual and unique time of quarantine here in the Bahamas. I'd like to pray with you. Heavenly Father, we thank and praise you for the truth of Scripture. We thank you, Lord, for the wonderful way you preserve Noah and his family of eight in that ark. We thank you for the choices that they made to build it and then to get inside of it. We pray, Lord, for those in our families, perhaps our our work friends, our neighbors that do not yet know Jesus Christ as Savior. May we present to them in a loving, humble, but uh, direct way their need to get inside the ark of the Lord Jesus Christ and the salvation he offers by the shedding of his blood on the cross. We pray, Heavenly Father, that we would be, as an incredible body of Christ, cultivating the... Um, holy habits that uh, you would have us to have in these days when we're in self-isolation and quarantine. We pray that when we come out of this, we would go straight to you in those habits that we've cultivated and perpetuate them for your glory. Lord, guard our flesh. We all have extra time on our hands, it would seem, in this time of quarantine. May we use that time wisely and not in sin. 
We pray that we would um, redeem the time for the days are evil. And we pray, Heavenly Father, you'd keep us through this and that you would present yourself in a powerful way within us that we sense so that we would be calm, uh, cool, and collected in your care. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Just a quick prayer request. Uh, with the new uh, restrictions on travel on our streets, we have made a formal request of the commissioner of the police to have permission for seven of us to go to the church building again this coming Sunday to uh, produce another live stream worship experience. We have not as yet heard back from the commissioner, but please pray that our application for this variance would find favor in his sight and we'd be able to do a live stream to the glory of God for you as the incredible body of Christ. Take care and remember today is the national day of prayer and fasting. God bless.